art thou, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel thou shalt become a plague, and he shall bring forth the headstone thereof with shoutings, crying, Grace, grace unto it. Shouts of Grace Center brings you pure and undiluted word of God from the impeccable throne of grace. Be blessed as you listen. and expressions of mercy. We saw manifold mercy, which means the mercies of God are many and they are varied. I declare over you this morning, if your amen can be loud, God will have his manifold mercies in your life in the name of Jesus. Amen. We saw the tender mercies of God. In the name that is above every other name. Shouts of grace center, hear the voice of the Lord. God will have tender mercies over you in the name of Jesus. Then we look at the multitude of his tender mercies. You will experience the multitude of his tender mercies in the name of Jesus. We also looked at great mercies. He said, For a small moment have I forsaken thee, but with great mercies will I gather thee. God will have great mercies over your life in the name of Jesus. We saw sure mercies, the sure mercies of David who rest upon you in Jesus' name. 
and then we saw extended mercy. God will extend this mercy in your direction in Jesus' name. We also saw last week that mercy can be magnified. God will magnify this mercy towards you. We saw that mercy can be shown. God will show his mercies over your life. We saw that mercy can be kept. God will keep his mercies for you. We saw that mercy can depart. The mercy of God will not depart from you in Jesus' name. We saw that mercy can follow. He said, surely mercy and your goodness and mercy will follow me. Mercy will follow you in the name of Jesus. And then we saw that mercy can be obtained. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy. You will obtain mercy in Jesus' name. If you believe God will have mercy upon you, can I hear your shout of hallelujah? If you believe that this morning God is going to visit you, can I have a loud amen? Come on, put your hands together for me. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! God bless you. Let's be seated. Hallelujah. You will experience God's mercies in Jesus' name. I said we'll experience God's mercies in Jesus' name. It will be your experience. Can you hear me well in the house? Is it loud enough? Are you sure? I can't hear myself. I'm going to be showing us this morning. Entrances to the mercies of God. Because... Uh, in the past two, three weeks, we've been looking at the mercy of God, the different dimensions and expressions of His mercy. For about 20 or 21 days now, we've been waiting on God, fasting. Every, every day by 6 p.m., we're waiting on God, praying for the mercies of God to come upon our lives and for you to experience the mercies of God in His fullness. But then, you know, God began to speak to me that it's important that we look at things that can block off the mercies of God. We don't want to waste our times. We don't want to pray in vain. We want to pray with a purpose, with a sense of purpose, believing that God is going to hearken unto us. Can I have your amen there? And so we're going to look at things we shouldn't do, things we shouldn't get involved in, things we need to pay at particular attention to. Because for me as a person, I've made up my mind, I'm going to experience the fullness of God's mercy. What about you? I've made up my mind. I'm going to experience God's fullness of mercy. My wife will experience fullness of God's mercy. My children will experience fullness of God's mercy. Shouts of Grace Center will experience the fullness of God's mercy. Our spiritual sons and daughters across the world, they will experience the fullness of God's mercy. And you will experience the fullness of God's mercy. Look at your amen. I, I told you last week you need to learn to say amen. 
because amen means so be it it means you are in agreement with that which is being said are you with me glory to god Last week, particularly, we dwelled on one scripture, which is the fact that mercy can be shown. And we saw that in the life of Joseph. The Bible says, And God showed him mercy, and then the next thing, he gave him favor. You see, the mercy God showed him was a precursor to receiving the favor of God. God will show you his mercy. We studied the word show, but God showed him mercy. And it means to, to stretch out before. God literally takes you by the hand and says, come, 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 let me show you something. Look at it. This is mercy. God will show you mercy. In the name of Jesus. So if mercy can be shown, then it means mercy can be filled. If mercy can be shown, it means mercy can be hidden, isn't it? In fact, somewhere in the Old Testament, God was speaking. He said, I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. He said, Jacob, have I chosen? In the book of Lamentations, chapter 3, and verse 22 to 23, the Bible says, It is of the Lord's mercies. Can we read together? It is of the Lord's, I want us to read out loud, want to go. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning and great is thy faithfulness. It is of the Lord's mercy that you are not what? Consumed. So the reason, the only reason you are alive this morning. In spite of all, it's by the mercies of God. It's not because of the vitamins you are taking. Mercy. Come on, say mercy. Come on, shout it. Mercy. That's why we are not consumed. What he's saying is, remove mercy from your life, then your life is not different from that person in the grave. It is by the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed. Take that mercy out, you are finished. Doesn't it make sense to humble yourself before God every time? So as it were, your life is not your life. It's by the mercies of God. If you know it is by the message of God, there are certain things you won't double it. And there are certain things you will, you will, out of your inconvenience, you want to do for God. Because at the back of your mind, I'm alive because of his message. That's why I'm alive. Not because of my righteousness. Not because I know to pray. Not because of my speaking in tongues. Not because of my offerings. It is by the Lord's mercies. Look at it. Mercies. It is a mercy. 
So at one point in time, sure mercy was working for you. At another point, it was extended mercy. At another time, it was manifold mercies. At another time, it was tender mercy. At another time, it was multitude of his tender mercies. The Lord's mercies. You know how many people die? Die every second? The reason you are not part of that statistics is mercy. Come on, say mercy. That's the only reason. It's not because you are a fine boy or you are a fine girl. It's not because you are more privileged than those who are buried yesterday. It's not because you are more privileged than those whose obituary appeared on Facebook yesterday. It is simply mercy. Come on, say mercy. If mercy is that pivotal and important, then I need to know the hindrances to this mercy. I need to know the things that can block off this mercy. I don't want to get out of this mercy when the scripture is telling me it is by the Lord's mercies that I'm alive. That I'm alive. Don't let that word be far from your mouth. Wake up in the morning and say, Lord, thank you for your mercies. Thank you for your mercies. Oh, you thought because you had one revelation and then you prayed about it, that's why that thing did not happen. No, it is by the mercies of God. Oh, my, my, my grandma is here, that's why. No! Go and sit down, my friend. It's the mercies of God that you are lying. Oh, the reason I go to church is because I'm a first class student. Really? Really? It's the mercies of God. That's the reason I, I had a beautiful relationship and there was no broken relationship. I mean, the courtship just went fine and I got married so easily. Others are say searching frantically. It's because you are special. Oh, yeah, you make it special, but at the end of the day, it's the mercies of God. Are you following me? The reason you are 35 and you look 25 is not genetics, it's the mercies of God. The reason you have a good job while some of your classmates don't have any now. Mercies of God. I don't want to joke with that mercy. What about you? I, I, I really want to be serious with this mercy. I really want to study it out and understand it. I should, the Lord should use it. Yes. What would it be like if the God shows you? And God will show you in the name of Jesus. He showed Joseph. He didn't show his brothers, Judah and all of them. So they bowed for him. They bowed for him. It wasn't because of the dream he had. You know he had a dream. And he saw them bowing. But it wasn't because of the dream. But people, several people dream and the dream don't come to pass. After the dream that the Lord showed him mercy. And then the dream came to pass. Don't pride yourself in how I, I used to dream. I can dream. I can see a lot of things. So what? After you see what happens, you better go for mercy. Don't pride yourself in, oh, before it happened, I will know. So, ask that added money to your account. 
the Lord. He was gifted. He could interpret dreams. But God needed to still show him mercy. Because you remove mercy from your life. The next thing is great. That's what the Bible is saying. Have you can't say it. He said, his compassion faileth not. They are new every morning. So every morning, God is releasing different dimensions of mercy to keep you alive. That's why the last Sunday service prayer is not enough. You've got to keep coming. Some of you don't come for midweek services because you are cool. It's my life. I don't want any religious stuff. I don't want to do it slowly. Really? That's why you are breathing right now. Mercy. I said that's why you are breathing right now. Mercy. Some people can't even breathe. They have to attach oxygen, whatever to put to them, to aid their breathing. Mercy. Come on, shout mercy. They are new. Every morning. Great! Is that sometimes if you learn to just keep into the message of God, I have all my notes prepared. I don't know why I'm saying all this. It's just flowing really close. Sometimes we get the works and think it's a work of our hands. No, it's nice message. And that's what prayer I've been praying for. For quite a while, when says God showed me about this mercy thing, I've always known about the mercy of God, but I've never studied the different dimensions of this mercy. I never saw in the Bible that when you are in the pit of life, there's a certain type of mercy you should use to pray. I didn't know that. I didn't know as a leader, pray with sure mercies. I didn't know that if you find yourself in financial trouble, in financial debt, there's a certain type of mercy. That was what we did about three weeks ago. Then I go get the mercy. The specific type of mercy, specific situations. Are you following me here? That's why he says, the father of mercies. Don't pray, Lord, have mercy. No. Mercies. There are sometimes God will say tender mercy I have. But there are sometimes God will say, this one is too far gone. Multitude of his tender mercies. We need to rush it. It's too far gone. Are you following me here? And then it's manifold. Manifold means various. What kind of trouble do you have in your life, in fact? Messes. It is the Lord's messes. It's not, it's not because your parents know how to take care of children. It's not because you are vaccinated against polio. It is the Lord's messes. You following me here? Messes. Message. That message will speak for you. That message will attend to you. And I say, message will attend to you. Say, Surely, goodness and mercy we will follow. Mercy, God is presenting mercy as if it's an individual, a force. Something that follows. You go to an interview with mercy, 
we can't be denied. You can't. But when you go with your CV, anything can happen. Package your CV and get what? Mercy. Can I hear you shout mercy? That's it. Let the mercies of the Lord. Shout of grace center. Mercy of the Lord is upon us. Is that your amen? will see. Because it's something to, to see. The Lord showed Joseph that you wake up in the morning and then you see mercy. You go to bed at night then you see mercy. The Lord showed him. At that point in his life, God has not shown him. For that dream God gave him to be a reality, God needed to Deliberately, consciously show him mercy. That will be your experience. When God shows you mercy, do you know what's going to happen? You will, you will be, you will be, you will be distinguished among your brethren. You will stand out in your family. Let's take a look at some interests. In God's word translation of Lamentations 3.22, look at it. The Lord's mercy. We were not completely wiped out. His compassion, what? Never finished. The reason we were not wiped out is what? Because of sin. The first entrance to mercy is self-condemnation. Come on, say self-condemnation. That's the first entrance. When you see people who commit suicide, you want to say, uh, 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 I think God have mercy on me. <laughs> what happened was that they blocked off that mercy by self-condemnation. Hear me and hear me well. Everybody has done one bad thing. There's nobody in this auditorium, including myself, that's not done at least one wrong thing in this life. One sin. One misdemeanor, one transgression, at least one. Some of you, many. Some of you, several. Some of you, uncountable. Are you following me here? But look at what the scripture says. Let me show you. Revelations 12.10. And I heard a loud voice saying, Heaven now is, is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For, what do you see there? The accuser of who? Of our brethren. So the devil is the accuser. When you do something wrong and then you ask God for forgiveness, the devil will still even come back after that to remind you and tell you what, 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 what. And you, you have to be willing, right, to believe God and not believe the devil. The moment you believe the devil, you block off his mercy. That's why in Hebrew, he said, let us therefore come boldly, right? The reason he said boldly is that before you can experience this mercy, you have to be bold. But the devil robs you of your boldness by reminding you of what you have done and telling you that God can forgive you. Look at what you have done. 
about 11 people are quoted for you. You are finished. You are murderer. Devil hammers your head and hammers your mind, accusing you to God and comes back to accuse God to you. He's the accuser of your brethren. So one of the things you have to do to embrace the mercy of God is to refuse to listen to the devil in respective of something bad or terrible that you have done every time you hold on to the guilt you are taking yourself back to that gutter of life where guilt and condemnation will overwhelm you to a point you cannot experience the mercy of God this guilt produces so much sorrow and heaviness and when people get to the highest point of self-despair, they commit suicide. You ever wonder why somebody would go to third uh, mainland bridge and then jump off? He got to a point where he can no longer receive mercy. And at that point, he becomes hopeless. When it's hopeless, like there's nothing again, the next thing is suicide. But let me hear, let me have you know this day that the mercy of God is greater than your sin. Mercy is greater. Than sin. Mercy is not a license to continue in sin. In fact, what mercy does is to rescue you from sin. Are you following me? And then put you in a place where sin will no longer have dominion over you. We are not saying, oh, because of mercy I can continue. No, if you do that, you're going to ruin yourself. We are saying the things you have done in time past. Hey, if you have asked for forgiveness, he has forgiven you. Are you with me? Number two, mercy blocker is self-righteousness. Self-righteousness. Where you are just like, ah, I'm a a moralist. No, I I didn't do all those things. No, never had sex. No, no, I'm, I'm a good person. It will block up the mercy of God. Because the Bible says all your good works are like feeding what? Rags. Let me show you a scripture in Luke chapter 18 and verse 10. Two men went up into the temple to pray, the one a Pharisee and the other a publican. So two people are there. Look at what happened. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself. God, I thank thee that I'm not as other men are. Can you see pride there? Extortioners, it's even mentioning them. I'm not like them. Extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. Imagine that. I'm not like this one. I fast twice in the week. I give tithes of all that I possess. But look at the next thing. But the publican standing afar off would not lift up so much as his eyes unto heaven. But smote upon his breast, saying, God, be merciful. Can you see mercy there? Be merciful to me, a sinner. Look at what Jesus Christ said. He said, I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone that exalted himself shall be abased. And he that humbled himself shall be what? Exalted. So, self-righteousness will block up the mercy. Say to God, you know, 
know, we, we are cool together, you know. I'm a, I'm a good man. You're my offering. I'm not like uh, Sister Sube, you know, who doesn't come to church regularly. God, you know, we are good together, you know. Bless me. That prayer has not been blessed. I'm not saying you should go before God and confess him that you did not commit. But I'm saying go with humility before God. You may be a lion at your place of work. Be a lamb before God. Don't carry that lion mentality to pray for God. Say, God, <laughs> I'm here. We are, we are, no, 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 don't do that. Become a lamb. Learn to cry before God. Learn to weep. Learn to lie down on the floor. Humble yourself. Are you with me here? The publican acknowledged that he was a sinner and was forgiven. Number three. Works syndrome. Works. Works of your hands. Can block up the mercy of God. In fact, when you believe so much in works of your hands, are you following me here? God will ensure it crashes. It's God, not the devil. So don't bother to find the devil. God will crash everything. You remember that guy that said, I've uh, done this, I've had that, I have this money, now let me sit back and enjoy my wealth. God said, you are a fool. Tomorrow morning, you are a dead man. You are in the grave. You know what God did for him? God will withdraw his mercy. The message is great because it's by his message that we are not consumed. It's by his message that we are not consumed. Are you following me here? It works. Don't ever put your trust in the works of your hands. I'm a physiologist. I'm a mechanical engineer. So what? Thank God for your qualifications. Be humble before God. And put your trust in God and not in the works of your hands. Look at Romans 9.16. So then, it is not of him that what? Willest. Like, I, I've set my goals. I know what I want. I know what I'm going for. It is not of him. It is not of him. Nor of him that runneth. Oslah. It's not of him. Modern day translation reads, not of him eh? that willeth, nor of him that oslet. But of who? That showeth. God will show you mercy. I said, God will show you mercy. You need mercy in every way of life, including when you want to propose to me. Let God show you mercy first. When you go and talk to God a little, what she will see is mercy. And nobody can resist the mercy of God. Are you following me here? Look at God's word translation of Roman 9 16. Therefore, God's choice does not depend on a person's desire or effort, but on the mercies of God. Number four, failure to give mercy can block the mercy of God. 
<laughs> this one, you need to be careful. Because most of us can be guilty, most of us can be guilty of this many times. Are you following? Failure to give mercy. Dealing with people around you, your subordinates, your employees. <laughs> Please deal with them with mercy. If you deal with them, they hard you go be hard on you. It's in the scripture, and I'm going to show you more. If you are judgmental, God will be judgmental. Matthew 5 7. Blessed are the who merciful, for they shall what? Obtain mercy. One of the secrets to obtaining mercy is you being what? Merciful. That somebody says, Please, I've not eaten. You have five k in your pocket. He says, "I have no eating." All this asking was two hundred naira. Say, get out! Lakpa, let's say, get out. That not be Did the Bible says you should give to those who have legs and arms? He says you should give to the poor. He didn't say you should give to the lame. Poor. What's the definition of poor? It subjects his hands under your own. If you have it, give it. Can you hear me at all? Blessed are the mercy. For they shall obtain mercy. You have 15 shoes at home that you order from China. You see your older sister or brother himself. But you have a tiny tip one. Don't say for All the shoes you buy is your total. No, it's the necessary. Be merciful. Don't look at him like he's someone below you there. Come, come, come. Let me teach you faith. You have to believe God. You have to come up. Come up in God. I don't like the way you are dressing. Come up in God. And you are not giving me anything. Perhaps when the hungry comes to you, after you have prayed, give them food. Not that shabalakata. Peace, crash, crash, go in the name of the Lord. You have not helped him. Between the time you have prayed and the manifestation of your prayer, King Bojo, Kologe prayer, after you pray, put your money in your pocket and give him money. Unless you know, of course, you go and use the money to uh, take India hand for some hand, you know. But somebody who is genuinely hungry, help him. Be merciful. Be merciful. This one doesn't include prayer. You are not praying for mercy. You are just merciful. What? Because God will have mercy. I'm telling you, this is the way it works. You go to a church where you serve in a village, they don't have a microphone, they have nothing there. You can afford it to buy a small set of okay. Keep us from our logo. Only put away how then we know. Be merciful. One of the things I told God, you know what I told God? I said, God, bless me so much. 
that can work it for us. And request for the list of those who have overspent their days. They have been discharged in the same week previous. And I'll just write checks for them. That's my job. Yes, in the, in the little ways you can bless people. Be merciful. Don't be so hard. Because most of the time, the reason we are so hard is because we are brought up hard. For example, somebody who is an orphan, for example, is hard towards everybody. But that's the language you understand. No mercy. Someone comes and says, please, I know it. Oh, Jen. Show me your daughter, Bishop Pavisha. Get out, my friend. No. You went through it so that others shouldn't go through. He says, so that with the mercy which we have received, with the comfort which we have been comforted, we can comfort others. That's the kingdom of God. Not that. Do you know how I suffered in ministry? Pastor John? Pastor Sylvester? Pastor GB? You have not started. I will take you through suffering. No, you have suffered. Don't let him suffer again. Because you trek to Dubai since 1975. So in this day, your assistant pastor must trek to Dubai. Why? 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 Make it easy. Are you following me? Who asked you to have courtship for 11 years? Your sister is not engaged. Wants to get married. Say no. You will not marry Ben. Or do marry Perry? your pain to deal with people. No. You went through so that they won't go through it. That's what Jesus did for you. Went through the cross so that you won't have to go to the cross. So, you want to relate to people with mercy. Your dad doesn't have food stuff at home and he calls you to ask for money and you have that money. And you say, Daddy, because there was a time you were asking for money when you were in school and they couldn't give you. So you want to give for money. So you know it's my friend. If you are genuine, I'm ascending. You see, harsh. Your opportunity to rise in life is to do good to those who did bad for you. And when you say your parents did bad for you, please don't conclude. You didn't know what they were going through at that time. Some of you, they can't tell you till you die. It's between them and your mom and your dad and God. You don't know what your parents went through. My, my, my guys, my boys, they don't know my sacrifice. So you can't say that I'm going to school next week, I'm going to need like 50k. For what? For clothes? Huh? Praise God. I told, I I have a standard answer. I said, go and pray. Tell God to bless me with 500k this week. This week. After I pay tight, I will pay tight. Go and pray. Are you following me? Have mercy. That's why it says, don't do bad. Don't do, don't do tit for tat. Ah! I know what I went. Ah! <laughs> Ah, Tell her. I'm across by. It shouldn't be. See, God will raise you in Jesus' name. 
above and beyond everybody that has humiliated you. But when you get there, treat them well. That's how God will keep raising you. Ah, treat them well. They are already ashamed before they come to you now, knowing what they have done. They are already ashamed. And there's no other alternative. And they come. And they say, ha, 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 ha. I remember. Share not I want to tell you that you will now realize You will now realize the history. And the poor man says, I don't know what you want. Shut up! No. No. He said, Mommy, kill him. Share first. That's how to do. That's how to hit coals of fire on their head. That's what the Bible says. She will leave that place. No, no, get out of my house! Me my bathroom, born again. No, that's not how to deal with it. Just be generally what? Nice. I'm not saying you should allow people to manipulate you. Like somebody is stealing your stuff, go to the police station. Let the police have mercy. So I'm not talking about people manipulating you and you want pastor share to have this no that's not what i'm saying there's a balance are you following me all right so you must learn to give mercy look at amplified version blessed look at if you look at the meaning the word blessed then you know i need to be merciful blessed look at the meaning happy you'll be happy in jesus name to be envied, you'll be envied in Jesus' name. And spiritually prosperous, you'll be spiritually prosperous. With life, joy, and satisfaction in God's favor and salvation. Regardless of outward conditions. That's being of blessed. He said, blessed are the merciful. Look at everything available for the merciful. Therefore, they shall obtain mercy. Look at the Passion Translation. How satisfied you are when you demonstrate tender mercy. For tender mercy will what? Be demonstrated to you. This one does not include praying. Oh God, have mercy. Mm -mm. It's just look for somebody who is hungry. And you have. Bless the person. Sometimes you might even be hungry yourself. But you know that I can find, I can sort myself. This one, take. Ah! God will shower you with mercy. Be merciful. People. These are the secrets of life. These are some secrets that unbelievers have. They are not born again. And you wonder why as an unbeliever who doesn't know God. And things are well with him. It's just merciful. Have you seen those, some of those men who have about five or seven wives? And then they are feeding everybody. You can even bring your friend, bring somebody, stay in the house. And they, they just feed everybody. And they keep having more money. Why? They are merciful. It's a principle of life. So with your born again, covenant, be merciful. Combination, eh? nobody can stop you now. I can't see somebody who is not. No. Even those times when I don't have, or the last of my heart, I see give that mercy. It's not being merciful. Are you following me? Oh, that's me what? That's me what? 
Do you know how many people have spent time with without collecting a dime? Counseling, barija, in US, in UK, video call, sometimes in the night, you know, because of time difference, wake me up 1 a.m., counseling, one hour, sleepless night, just intervening in people's life. That's why I look up the message concerning my children and their marriage, and all my spiritual children as well. Because when you are merciful, God helps. I remember one day I was busy, in the heat of work, somebody called, he was, you know, counseling, but I was extremely busy, so I was, I was giving an attitude, yes, yes, and God told me, no, don't do that. I quickly opened myself. I quickly put myself away. It's not everything you charge money for. Otherwise, you will charge money for everything. It's not everything you charge money for. Mercy. Failure to give mercy is not a good place. Look at the next verse. Show mercy and compassion to others. Just as your heavenly Father overflows with what? With mercy and compassion for all. Jesus said, forsake the habit of criticizing and judging others, and then you will not be criticized and judged in return. That's verse 37. Don't look at others and pronounce them guilty, and you will not experience guilty accusations yourself. Forgive over and over, and you'll be forgiven over and over. And don't judge people. Judge people, others will judge you. Some people say they, they get to interview sometimes. The person does not know him before. I say, who are you? What, what do you want here? Look, look at... And you, have, you didn't offend the man. Please, I don't want to attend to you. I say, who did I? I didn't offend this man. You've probably done that for some people. If you are judgmental and critical of people, people will be critical of you. That will be your portion in Jesus' name. Now, there's a difference between judgment and discipline. What the Bible says is don't judge people, it means they don't discipline. So you find somebody in church who is constantly desecrating uh, some other lady in church, have fornicating with them, sleeping with them. No, you discipline the person. That's not judging the person, it's discipline to protect the sheep, to protect the others, and to cut off a wrong spirit, transference of spirit. So there's a difference between judging and discipline. God disciplines us. God judges us once we are troubled. Hebrews chapter 12 talks about discipline. If you be without chastisement, wherefore all are particulars, then are you bastards. Anybody who refuses discipline says a bastard. And not sons. Number five. Unforgiveness, bitterness, and resentment is a messy blocker. I want to beg you, people of God. Are you with me? I can't hear you. Are you with me? Don't have born forgiveness in your heart. Or bitterness or resentment. Hear me and hear me well. The Bible says offenses will come. People will offend you. People will step on your toes. People will use you. People will make 
wrong comments about you, people that you can father them in terms of age difference will despise you, scandalize you, say a lot of and do you know when people say untrue things about you, that's when it's most painful most painful. It's very it's a painful way. Maybe I'm the only one that such is painful. And somebody says something about me that is not true. It's so painful. But you can't be bitter. You know, one, one day I got this wisdom. This little boy comes home crying. Crying seriously. He said, What happened? He said, I fought in school and my teacher beat me. Why did you fight? He said, There's this boy. He, he said, my, my head is big. That's why you fought. They asked him, Is your head small? He said, No. Is your head big? Yes. It is true now. Whatever is true, don't fight it. You see, I'm dark in complexion. Mm-hmm. I know. But inside me, I'm light. Whatever is true about you, you shouldn't tell me. If you want to progress in life, I'm telling you the truth. Are you tall? Forget it. Move on. Those are not things you should fight on. That's you give ten naira. Offering back ten naira. And there's five five hundred there. Ten naira. That's is true. Maja. Just go and sing. God help me. I don't want to be a You don't fight about what is true. Oh really poor God. Don't fight it. Tell yourself, no, I'm going to be rich. I'm going to be wealthy. I say, our poor lewa, ah, wo, kilos on, you know, and it's true. <laughs> Don't contest what is true. It's like somebody says you're a human being. Who are doing? It's true. Are you not a human being? But if they say you're an animal, that can be very painful. And if you are what type of animal? It can even be more painful if they say you are a snake or you are a dog. If they say baboon, right? Eh? Oh, you say, you <laughs> So you, you, you have this humorous approach to some of these things to free your life from bitterness. They abuse you. Ask you, Ezekiel. If it is not true, so why fight? The person is wrong. You don't get it. If it's true, there's no there's no issue. It's all the same. If it's wrong, there's no issue. It's all the That's not the truth. Move on. To free your life from resentment and bitterness and offense. Because it's a messy work. And you keep offense in your heart. Especially towards people above you. Offense towards your parents. Hey! Don't go there. I'm going to show that. Okay, what are you going to show you? I will not be a, there is nothing to show. Ah, my mom. Forgive them. Why should you forgive them? You have also offended others. Or can you say you have never offended anybody? Do you know there are some people you offend without knowing? 
Sometimes you are just walking on the road and you're friendly. Really, Henry. The person has no eating. So he's angry at the way you are walking. Like somebody who has just stepped on the dance. You are reminding him of his misery. And you don't know him. Oh, you just offended him. And you don't know. Sometimes you drive a good car and you offend people. I hope you know. See, when you say, Pa, he's been in the sun for three hours. He's going to be offended. So you want to live your life void. That's what Pablo said. Void of what? Especially married couples. Married people. Offense to your husband or to your wife, you still yourself down. Live a free, have a free heart. The last person you want to have resentment, bitterness, unforgiveness to is your wife or your husband. You have to know. The Bible says your prayers will be in that. Not just mercy. Just prayer. In that. In other words, hindrance to the prayer. So why? That's the way, that's way I always think. Why waste my time on something that the Bible already says? It's in that. Are you following me? One prominent man of God, I don't know what to mention his name, but one of the top men of God is he said he frustrated for his wife. If you are single and uh, if you are single, say King Lee, for my wife. can't do that for my wife. You can rattle as he loves but you get married. When you know that being the head is sometimes really awful. I don't you know I'm the head of this house. You just lost the headship. There's no need for announcement. Headship is responsibility. It's not by announcement. It's by providing money. That's what makes you the head. That junior come. I said, Daddy, ask if you see. I said, Don't worry, I That's the ah. Your mommy. The mommy is the head. Are you following me here? God will help us in Jesus' name. That's why one of the prayers I always pray for men, if I'm joining men, uh, joining them in marriage, is that what it takes to be the head of the house that God will give you. Say amen for all married men. And all those that will marry, say amen. Alright. So you want to avoid anything like unforgiveness, bitterness, resentment. Look at the scripture. I desired mercy, not sacrifice, and the knowledge of God more than God's of Look at the translation. I am after love that lasts, not mere, not more religion. I want you to know God, not to go to more prayer meetings. He said, forgive, other than the attending prayer meeting. You have not forgiven somebody you have bitter. They are saying you are going to the mountain. Waste of time. Waste of time. I'm, I'm after love that lasts. In other words, forgive. Number six, mercy blocker is living in falsehood. I love this graphic illustration. Can you see? The guy has mask. That's a lot of people. Mask. Living under mask. Never your true self. When you do that, you can forsake mercy. Look at Jonah chapter 2 verse 8. They that observe what? Can you see that? Lying vanities. They what? 
they forsake their own mercy. In other words, they let go of their own mercy. What is lying vanity? Anything you do that is against the word of God is lying vanity. You want to avoid such. You want to avoid living in falsehood, telling lies, not being truthful, playing anke-panke. Because that was what happened to Jonah. Jonah was inside the whale. You remember what happened? God sent him to uh, a place to, to preach. He refused to go, so he was thrown into the river, and a whale swallowed him. And um, when he got there, he made a statement. He said, I can sit here in this whale and dwell in my predicament, because you know his end is near. He said, Oh, I can close my eyes and think about the divine mercy that he comes to. I can either observe the problem or I can observe the answer. So we have a lot of people who have been watching the symptoms, the pain, and the bad reports. Believing the negative rather than the positive. And then we wonder why God doesn't show mercy. Every time you observe lying vanities, you dwell on negative things, negative thoughts. You are observing lying vanities. The last one is rebellion and stubbornness. This is the last one. After the last one. So I'll round up here. Second Samuel seven fifteen. Seven fifteen. Second Samuel seven fifteen. I mean uh, yeah, second Samuel seven fifteen. That was before the issue. Did I miss the scripture? Okay, second Samuel seven fifteen says but my mercy shall not depart away from him, as I took it from Saul, whom I put away before thee. So, what God literally did, are you following me? Was that he took his mercy away from Saul. But let's look at some things as I begin around. In 1 Samuel 15, verses 1 to 3, look at it. This is what happened, and this is why God took away his mercy. Samuel said to Saul, The Lord sent me to anoint thee, to be king over his people by Israel. Now therefore, hearken unto the voice of the words of the Lord. Thus said the Lord of hosts, I remember that which Amalek did to Israel, how he did late wait for him in the way when he came to Egypt. Now, this God telling Saul, go and smite Amalek. Utterly destroy all they have. Look at the instruction God gave him. Spare them not, but slay both man and woman, infant, suckling, ox, sheep, camel, and nuts. Everything wipe them off. What did Saul do? 4 Samuel 15, 7. Look at it. And Saul smote the Amalekites from Avila until thou comest to shore that is over against Egypt. And he took Agag, the king of Amalekites, alive. That's number one, disobedience. And utterly destroyed all the people with the edge of the sword. But Saul and the people spared Agag, look at it, and the best of the sheep. Is that what God told him to do? And of the oxen, fatlings, lambs, and all that was good. He said, ah, that's what he was doing. Flouting God's instruction. And will not totally destroy them. But everything that was vile and refused, they destroyed utterly. Then came the word of the Lord of the Samuel, saying, It repented me that I have set up Saul to be king. Look at what God said there. I raised him up by my grace. But now I'm very sad that I even made him king. For he's turned back from following me and has not performed my commandments. And he grieved Samuel. And he cried on the Lord all night. And when Samuel rose early to meet Saul in the morning, he was told Samuel, saying, 
Saul came to Carmel, and behold, he set up a place, and he's gone about and passed on and gone down to Gilgal. And Samuel came to Saul, and Saul said to him, Blessed be the Lord, I have performed the commandment of the Lord. Lie number two, lying vanity there. Can you see? It was just messing up. I have performed the commandment of the Lord. And Samuel said, What minute then this bleating of the sheep in my ears and the lowing of the oxen which I hear? See, he, he practically went to Samuel and said, I've done what God said. Knowing what he has done behind. That's what we call lying vanity. This is why God took his mercy away. Look at the next one. And Saul said, They have brought them from Amalekites. Look at his defense. For the people spared the best of the sheep. Another lie. It's, it transferred the, the offense to the people. The people spared the best of the sheep of the house to sacrifice unto the Lord. She but no, no, that very full. Look at twisting the hand of God. Twisting the hand of God. And the rest we have utterly destroyed. Then Samuel said unto Saul, Stay, and I will tell thee what the Lord has said to me this night. And he said, And he said unto him, Say on. And Samuel said, When thou was little in your own sight, was thou not made the head of the tribe of Israel and the Lord anointed king over Israel? And the Lord sent thee on a journey and said, Go and utterly destroy the sinners and Amalekites and fight against them until they be consumed. Wherefore then didst thou obey the voice, thou not obey the voice of the Lord, but didst fly upon the spoil and did evil in sight of the Lord? And Saul said unto Samuel, Look at it. Yeah, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord and have gone the way which the Lord sent me, and have brought a guard the king from Amalek, and have utterly destroyed the Amalekites. He is still insisting rebellion and stubbornness. But the people, again, the people took the spoil. It's not me now. Is it not the people? Sheep and us, sheep of things which will have been utterly destroyed. To sacrifice, I don't know, faithful now, so I'm kidding you little. It's for God. It's like going to do yahoo yahoo and say, what to buy is for church. It's lying vanity. And Samuel said, Had the Lord had the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices? In obeying as in obeying the voice of the Lord. I'm, you see, I'm not interested. I'm not interested in all those things you want to do. What I want is obedience. Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. See, the problem of Saul was not that he lied or he disobeyed. The problem was that rebellion and stubbornness to accept that yes, I did something wrong. Which was different from David. David committed a more grievous sin. Adultery and, and, and uh, murder. Prophet Nathan showed up. He said, you did this. He broke down. He said, Lord, I've done utterly evil in your sight. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. Have mercy upon me. He broke down. He lay. Agidi no So, rebellion and stubbornness can take mercy away. Let me continue reading here before this thing comes. What verse are we? Okay, verse 24. And Saul, look at it, Saul said to Samuel, now he's, he's owning up now, I have sinned. And it will have been good. I have sinned. I have transgressed the commandment of the Lord and your words because I feared the people. You fear people more than God. And I obeyed their voice. Now look at the next thing. Because I believe at this stage you will have made it. Now therefore I pray thee, pardon my sin, and turn again with me that I may worship the Lord. Really? You just messed up before God, and all you will have done is to own up and ask God for forgiveness. Now he's saying, Samuel said, I will not return with thee, for thou hast rejected him 
the word of the Lord, and the Lord had rejected the uh, from being king over in Israel. Samuel turned about to give way. He laid it upon his head of his mantle, and it rent. Samuel said unto him, "The Lord has rent the kingdom of Israel from you." Samuel was going to go. He was pulling his cloth, tore Samuel's cloth. He said, "The way you tear my cloth is the way the kingdom is torn away." He was now begging Samuel, "Please, let's go before the people and appear as if nothing is wrong." That's after it's been cursed. Let's just let's just act. Let's just let's just do like seek to discover me. He's still particular about the, his reputation before the people, and that's what we call lying vanities. And he's breaking the scripture that says, "He that observeth lying vanities will forsake what is mercy." Now, go back to go to First Samuel sixteen. Look at what happened about one or two chapters after the spirit of the Lord. Departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. And Saul's servant said unto him, Behold, now an evil spirit from God troubled thee. A servant telling the king, an evil spirit, remember him for It's not done in Israel. Servant. But that's how low he, he felt to when the spirit of God left him. Mercy departed. And the servant like you go on the summer yoga. Every people version that was what Saul became an idiot because mercy left. Now he died eventually. My time is up, but let me just read this scripture and then close. For Samuel 119, this was David lamenting. The beauty of Israel is slain. He's talking about Saul. Slain upon the high places. How are the mighty falling? Every time you read this, this is what happens to a man that mercy has departed from. How are the mighty falling? He said, tell it not in cast. Publish it not in the street of Askelon. It's shameful. Lest the daughters of the Philistines rejoice, lest the daughters of the uncircumcised triumph, ye mountains of Gibor, let there be no deal. Neither let there be rain upon you nor fields offering, for there the shield of the mighty is vilely cast away, the shield of Saul, as though he had not been anointed with oil. He said, they, they say, when somebody who is anointed with oil dies, he said, he died as though oil has not been poured upon him. Because when oil was poured upon him, it comes with royalty. Dignity before the Lord, and there's a way, there's a honor that attends to him. But because mercy departed, he died as though he has not been anointed. From the blood of the slave, from the fat of the mighty, the bow of Jonathan turned not back, and the sword of Saul returned not empty. Saul and Jonathan were lovely and pleasant in their lives. In their deaths, they were not divided. They were swifter than eagles, they were stronger than loins. Ye daughters of Israel, weak over Saul, who clothes in scarlet. With other delights, who puts on ornaments of gold upon your apparel? How are the mighty falling in the midst of the battle? O Jonathan, that was slain in the high places. Every time you read this, it's a lamentation over the one that mercy has departed from. I declare over your life as you close this out. By the anointing of the Lord and His glory that filled this temple at this moment, I declare over your life, mercy will not depart from you. In the name of Jesus. The mercy of God will speak for you. The mercy of God will surround you. Mercy will go before you. Mercy will follow you to every place you step into. In the name of Jesus. Just as the Lord showed Joseph mercy, 
the Lord will show you mercy. Stand up and pray the Holy Ghost. Come on. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. Come on, cry. I say, Lord, have mercy upon me. All I need is your mercy over my life. Have mercy upon me, Lord. Have mercy upon me. Have mercy, have mercy. Have mercy. Have mercy. Anamando Sieka. Have mercy upon us in Shadow of Grace Center, Lord. Ramazo In Jesus' name we pray. Because of time, I won't be able to pray long. All eyes closed. Are you here this morning? You are not born again. You want to give your life with Jesus or dedicate your life. Put up your right hand. I would like to pray with you. If there's anybody like that, that is the beginning of experiencing the mercy of God. If you want to give your life to Jesus, already dedicate your life. You want to say, Lord, I want to have mercy. Can you put up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Anybody like that? It is the greatest decision you will ever take in your life. If you are making that decision this morning, say after me, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I accept you as my Lord and personal Savior. I declare you died for my sin. You rose up on a third day. From today, I'm a new creature. All things have passed away. All things have become new. In Jesus' name. Congratulations if you prayed that prayer. Welcome to the body of Christ. Welcome to God's kingdom. Please kindly leave a comment or send us a message on any of our social media handles so that we can send you the relevant materials. God bless you. This message is brought to you by Dunamis and Sophia part of the Church of the Lord Jesus Christ, Shouts of Good Center, and Kisses and Hopes Club, an online ministry to singles and married couples. Connect with us on Instagram at Pastor Dunamis, at Pastor Sophia Bola, at Shouts of Grace Center, at KC underscore global, on Facebook at KC Global, on YouTube at Dunamis Tunde Noor. On MixLR at KHC Global. Visit our website www.kcsandhooks.com via our mail at kcpartners at gmail.com to partner with us. Kisses and partnership. God bless you.